It's Wednesday, August 16th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. A grand jury in Atlanta charged Donald Trump, Rudy Giuliani, and other Trump allies with operating a criminal enterprise that sought to overturn Joe Biden's electoral victory in Georgia, marking the fourth time the former president has been indicted this year and deepening his legal woes ahead of the 2024 election. The sprawling indictment, brought on by Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis, covers some of the same ground as the federal case Trump faces in Washington, but goes into greater detail on the effort in Georgia and offers some new elements of the alleged conspiracy. It charges Mr. Trump with 13 felonies, alleging he pushed false claims of voter fraud in Georgia and pressured Republican officials to help him secure the state's electoral college votes. In other news, the U.S. is in talks with Turkey, Ukraine, and Kyiv's neighbors to increase the use of alternative export routes for Ukrainian grain after Russia pulled out of an agreement that guaranteed the safety of food shipments across the Black Sea. The U.S.-backed plan involves increasing capacity for Ukraine to export 4 million tons of grain a month via the Danube River by October. Much of the grain would be sent down the river and via the Black Sea to nearby ports in Romania and shipped onward to other destinations. Though slower and more expensive, the route would work as an alternative to a Black Sea shipping corridor established last year under an agreement with Russia, Turkey, and the United Nations. Around the world, North Korea, commenting publicly for the first time on its nearly month-long detainment of a U.S. soldier, claimed the American serviceman had said he faced inhuman mistreatment and racial discrimination from the U.S. Army and sought refuge in the Kim Jong-un regime. In a Wednesday state media report, North Korea said private second-class Travis King, while under investigation by Pyongyang authorities, had expressed a desire to seek refuge from North Korea or a third country. King allegedly told North Korean investigators that he harbored ill feeling against the U.S. Army and had become disillusioned at the unequal American society, state media said. North Korea said Mr. King had illegally entered North Korea, though didn't specify what punishment the 23-year-old American serviceman could face. The report did not mention King's health status or make any reference to a timeline about his potential release. Back in the U.S., the Missouri Supreme Court on Tuesday upheld a law that allows parents to be jailed if their children do not attend school regularly, which the court defined as everyday class is in session. The litigation centered on two single mothers in Lebanon, Missouri, who were sentenced to jail after their elementary school-aged children each missed about 15 days of class in the 2021-2022 school year. The mothers called in to explain some of the absences, but officials at the Lebanon R3 School District, a southwestern Missouri district with about 4,500 students, referred both to prosecutors. The district's handbook, which parents must acknowledge reading, says students should maintain an attendance rate of at least 90% to prepare children for adulthood and professional life and ensure continuity of learning. Missouri's compulsory education statute requires children to attend school on a, quote, regular basis, end quote, which attorneys for the Lebanon mothers argued is unconstitutionally vague. 
And the United Auto Workers said Tuesday labor negotiations with the Detroit automakers have been sluggish and the union would hold a strike authorization vote next week, a procedural step needed for its leadership to call a work stoppage. Today marks 30 days until the union's contract with the Big Three expires, but bargaining at all three tables has yet to progress beyond non-economic issues, the union said. The UAW is negotiating new four-year labor agreements for about 146,000 U.S. hourly workers at General Motors, Ford Motor, and Jeep maker Stellantis. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.